Welcome to Two Chunks in a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders, and this time I am the hunk. Oh. Ooh. Uh, like always. <laughs> <laughs> and and no one ever listened again. Yeah. <laughs> is this a Scooby-Doo podcast? I don't want to listen to Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I'm Doge, and I chunk you in every universe. Oh, that's a good that line. A good, that, that needs to be merch, line. doesn't it? I chunk you in every universe. Yeah, that should be merch for us. Is, yeah. Does that fall yeah. under fair use? Is that parody lot? Can we use that? I Marvel does not own any of the words besides chunk, and we own that one. So that's true. Yeah, let's, that's print, true. let's print some money, baby. That's true. That's true. I'm Carter, and this time it's gonna take more than chunking me to chunk me. <laughs> hmm. Is that merch? <laughs> Just zombie Mayhaps. versions of us. Mayhaps. Hey, tell hey. us this. Why? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Actually, what makes you think so, that you should be the hunk? Uh, this last weekend, a week ago today, as of the recording, as the crow flies, Callie and I did go to Houston to spend some time with her family, and uh, my mother-in-law is the sweetest and insists on celebrating my birthday. In person, even if she like sent me a gift for like, she sent me a gift back in February, and that was more than enough. Yeah, but she insists on like now that we're together, we have to celebrate to Jordan's birthday. Yeah, right. yeah, sure. She does the same thing for Callie. So we did, we did mine, my brother-in-law, and my nephew's birthday all together for no reason other than she just loves us too much. Yeah, and uh, my surprise was that we did go to a restaurant called The Hobbit Cafe. Fun. Pop-up? Um, no, dude. It is Real over one. 50 years old. Wow. So these are like book book boys, not yes, movie that's boys. Fun. That's yeah. cool. Um, it's a little small. It's it's in like a shared parking lot with a couple other themed it's restaurants. Very, it's weird. It's in a hole in a ground. Yeah. Not a nasty, dirty, wet hole. <laughs> it... It shares a parking lot with a dinosaur-themed bar. Um, and Hang on, hang on. Yeah. I need to know more about this dinosaur bar. Uh, it was closed. I wanted to pop in, but it was closed at the time because we went wanna, for lunch. I really want to go now, guys. Yeah, so it shares a parking lot with a dinosaur-themed bar and something else <laughs> that I think was like medieval-themed maybe. We didn't check okay. that one out. Can we do, let's do a company retreat to yeah. this parking lot. It'd be fun. Just hang out. But um, so we went to the Hobbit Cafe and uh, the inside is just covered in movie posters, paintings, and memorabilia. Like there's there's like a case of like collector's items that's pretty cool. Um, some miniatures, some some busts, some statues, some replicas. Um, it's pretty interesting. That's fine. Uh, bought some cool merch, bought a, a t-shirt with Elvish writing on it, bought a, a pint glass with the fellowship on it. Which Elvish song is it? Uh, Elvish, Hound Dog, I believe. Yeah. Um, bought a little tulip glass with uh, the logo for the restaurant and then bought a koozie. The food was out, not great. Yeah. Um, I did, my side dish was the Lord of the Onion Rings and that's for real. Cool. I mean, that's um, cool. Is, then this, I got, is it kind of like, um, what is it? The Magic Time Machine? Is it kind of like that vibe? Have y'all been there before? It's less, mm -hmm. it's less committed to the bit, the magic time machine. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I asked my waiter, I was bad. like, D 
to, is, the, is it a prerequisite that you have to have like some Tolkien knowledge to work here? And he, he goes, and I, I take umbrage with this. He said, he laughs and goes, uh, no, the Venn diagram of waiters and people who really like Lord of the Rings is almost zero. And to him, yeah. I said, there is no shot that is even correlated whatsoever. Yeah, no way. I think what I actually said to him was, I don't think that's right at all. <laughs> so what here's what I'm trying to picture what music are they playing there is it just like a top 40 station or are we is it like, Dude, like can I be tavern, honest with you that I like don't even remember music because it feels like it feels like if you walk in and they're like playing me. like some like top 40 pop hey it breaks I just it met completely. you yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, no, no I don't okay, know. that's the exception. No, Carly Rae sure, is yeah, acceptable no, for that. Banks, but. but it feels like you should walk in and it should be the like concerning hobbits, the Howard Shore stuff. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, uh, right? I don't Absolutely. remember any music at all. I have no recollection of music. That's weird. Yeah, I feel like you would need a recollection of music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, even if it's like barbecue burger and it was bad, Bomber's barbecue burger. Yeah, phenomenal. Okay. It was bad. Yo, triple B. I actually tend to avoid barbecue burgers because they tend to be wet in a way that it's I don't so, prefer. Yeah. It's overpowering. But yeah, I, I didn't do it. well on the uh, Biner's Bryven and Bives. <laughs> with Bibieri. Bibieri. It just Bibieri. felt like it was going to go well with the Lord of the Onion Rings, and it did not. But the Lord of the Onion Rings were good. Right? We're talking like you can like, mess that up. Like though. a bloomin' onion situation? Like no. bloomin' onion type of sauce or like straight up rings? No, it was my favorite type of onion rings that are like fully encased in batter yeah. rather than bread. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was, it was it's not even a meal. It's li- the little god of fried vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> he was delicious though. Just chilling delicious. on the side. Great conversation. But update, anyway. uh, hey, update for me. 9 a.m. Friday, May the 6th. I would love a huge pile of onion rings. Right now. Sure, yeah. If you just finished listening to our mini Monday from yesterday, you know that Kaniac is now on the brain of our- Yes. Goodness gracious, guys. We have to stop talking about this nasty, greasy fast food first thing when I wake up on a Friday. (laughs) Uh, But it's so good. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. To be fair, most of us have been up for way longer than this. Your alarm just didn't go off. So that's getting a little personal. You guys beat me by like 30 minutes. (laughs) Hey- Let's talk about this movie. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. movie that is called Doctor Strange in, in the, the Multiverse, Multiverse of Madness. Madness. <laughs> it's one of our longer titles. Yeah, Boy. I would say so. That's one of our longer titles. I still want to force us to watch the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford, just so we have to say that whole title <laughs> yeah. together. And because that movie for our friends spanks. across the park. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Now. Uh, Doge, give us a synopsis because I'm ready to dive in. I'm ready. What if the synopsis that IMDb has is wrong? Oh. What do I do? Wait, what really? It's like incorrect. Is it the only one? Yeah. Do it, dude. I'm Read sorry. It. That's the rules. This synopsis is anonymous. Athena, all that stuff. Dr. Stephen Strange casts a forbidden spell that opens the doorway to the multiverse. Hmm? Including alternate versions of himself, whose threat to humanity is too great for the combined forces of Strange Wong and Wanda Maximoff. Hmm? Wait, where did this come from? Hmm? What? Hmm? Wait, did Disney make that? Like, it feels like it's an MCU-made thing to throw people off. Because we can talk about how them trailers 
My yeah. dog. It's anonymous. Interesting. Uh, they, it's when you wrong, Google it's it, it's wrong, wrong. When you Google it, it says Doctor Stephen Strange casts a forbidden spell that opens a portal to the multiverse. However, a threat emerges that may be too big for his team to handle. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Very good. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about I'm this down. movie. I'm down to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I have been itching since I left the theater to talk about this with you boys more than I have yeah. in a long time for a movie. And there's about Same. a dozen reasons probably right. that, that make this so interesting to talk about, but I'm going to crack open my number one reason that I want to talk about it right now. Yeah. Do it. I want you to know that I love all of our listeners and I love both of you boys. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really, this didn't do very much for me. This is a, uh, quite a strange movie. No, no pun intended. It is like, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Certainly. Sure. I feel the same. But it's a very strange decision to yeah. make this movie. Yeah. And, and, and there's, there's, in time. there's stuff about it that I love a lot. Um, but this was, my expectations were high. And this did this, not live up to my so expectations. So to me, this feels like a movie that is on its, I think, second director and I think third or fourth writer. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. Raimi was not the original choice for this. It was Scott Derrickson who right. did Doctor Strange 1. And right. Scott Derrickson left the project. This very much felt, this felt to me like, do you guys remember in Age of Ultron when Thor has all those visions in the cave? And it's like, wait, what is this about? Yeah. And then suddenly Thor just disappears from the movie because he's like, I have to go find Infinity Stones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This felt like a, a full movie of that. Yeah, that was a pretty years. good Chris Hemsworth. Thank you. I <laughs> I sound just like him. Well, you did the first time. Uh, you I had did. it. You <laughs> did the first time. Wait, where's my hammer? That's <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. That's not bad. Okay. My muscles are big. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. pretty good. My eyes are very blue. I think it's probably over. <laughs> I'm the god of thunder. Yeah, no, let's do it a few more times. I'm the, I'm the strongest Avenger. And now anybody uh, who stayed listening through the intro is now. No, yeah. But this feels like a whole movie of that. Where yeah. it's like, wait, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Yes. Hang on. Yes. I would describe. So I'm just going to. There's so much to talk about here. My super dump is that this movie is so disjointed that I had a. I had a very hard time keeping up with the first. So my super dump specifically is the act one. The first 40 yeah. minutes of this movie were Ooh. nothing. It was act one is nothing. Rough. It was just, it was just scenes with some barely tangible connective tissue. Yeah. Yeah. Act one felt the most, uh, identity crisis. I would say up until, up until, uh, we are in, the multiverse that we spend the majority of act two in. So like up until yeah. we get to that future, futuristic looking multiverse. Uh, Go on red. This movie was yeah. like, Ugh. yeah. And I was like sitting pretty distraught in my seat too. Like yeah. I, I was sitting watching kind of panicking like, oh no, it's going to be a stinker. And thankfully it <laughs> it was not, I, I do not think it was a stinker. Right. But, um, and it's always hard following like a top tier. Let's not pretend that anybody thought this was going to be No Way Home. Like it is right. hard to follow something like that. Right. 
And but, Marvel's proven they're still interested in putting out those mid-tier yes. B pluses. And I think they with, should be. with things like Eternals. Eternals is a B plus, B minus, maybe. When we Chung left, Chi is probably an A minus. You know, nothing. It's not always going to be Endgame or No Way so Home. So I would say that Shang Chi is that B minus, and Eternals is a C for okay. me. And I would yeah. say that this is a, a firm C along with Eternals. I think this yeah. this this felt like about that same caliber. The disappointment from me comes with like let's leave the C tier movies to the introduction of the fringe characters. This should have been better. Now there That's- there's. There's some people here that are at their career best with the MCU, and well, in my opinion, and we will talk sure. about that. But also. that's the shocking thing to me is that this is the sequel that you make to Doctor Strange, right? Because like we don't pick up any of the threads we left dangling. We because left it's the not Mordo a sequel stuff. to Doctor Strange. This is not right. a Doctor Strange movie. Exactly. We yeah. left the Mordo stuff dangling at the end of Doctor Strange, and I fully expected like when I saw Mordo in the trailers, I did not think I thought that was our Mordo. Yeah that had a history with Steven that we saw in 2017's Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think like, especially for Kevin Feige, who has said Doctor Strange is the center of our cinematic universe moving forward. He is essential to the what we're doing for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then now Benedict Cumberbatch on red carpet saying, I'm going to take a bit of a break from acting because I'm exhausted. I want to just take a little bit of time to go be a dad for a couple of months, a couple yeah, of yeah. years. It feels like... For the first time, it feels like there might be a bit of a lack of direction for the MCU. This yeah. is not my super dump, but sure. it is beyond past time that we start to draw some threads closed. Right. Yeah. Because there are things in the trailers like, like, so, uh, okay, here's my super dump. I I just, the Multiverse of Madness is a, a cool name, but it does not describe this script in any way whatsoever to me because we go to two universes. We go to our main one, and then a different one, and then a broken one. Yeah. Which I guess is technically two. We have a really cool scene to where we get launched through about 15 of them. Certainly. Certainly. I I predict that uh, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, or into the Spider-Verse, no, across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. I think that's going to do multiverses much better than this did. 100%. Yeah, uh, which is close. also, it's been delayed. I don't know if you guys saw that. It's a huge bummer. No, yeah. I didn't see that. That's it a got bummer. delayed to next year. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I but think I don't think I that this does you. multiverse justice at all. They travel to an alternate universe and spend most of the movie there in a jail cell, which right. kind of sucks. Uh, but it's just, it's so shocking to me that this is the story. This is the Doctor Strange sequel that we make. Yeah. Well, yeah, again, this like is a sequel we, to WandaVision. This is not a sequel yes. to Doctor Strange. Right. Um, yeah. It, uh, it feels like No Way Home and What If kind of did the lifting for the introduction of the multiverse. And so it felt like yeah. when we talk about, you, you know, Feige talks about Strange being the the center, the nucleus of this phase. Is it just because he's holding the keys to the introduction yes, of the I multiverse? Think like that so. is it. But and like we need, we have to start drawing some through lines or closing yeah. some loops or something yeah. for this phase because I, I love Marvel. I have loved these superheroes since I was a, small boy. Yeah. But I am like my, when I left that movie, my overwhelming thought was like, that was cool. Why? Like, why do I I, care about that? Because it looked like it was going to start drawing threads. Like, like the, the defeated strange, the dark strange who lost the music fight. It looked like his, his sanctum that looked like he, who must not be named throne room from Loki. Yeah. I, I felt sure we were going to start, figuring out why this multiverse stuff began yeah. to happen. Right. 
Yeah. And, you know, no Laura Dern, which is a whole other thing. Which that is a bummer for <laughs> you. Incredibly disappointed for you. I'm getting none of this. Um, here's what this watching experience felt like to me is I felt like I was yeah. at um, a, a talent show. We, I, don't, I don't care what level it is. Um, to where while this performance didn't place, and I'm not surprised, right? It's like the top three. This is the most, one of the more memorable. There's like visceral Certainly. things about this yes. performance. Yeah, 100%. It's like somebody came out and I thought they were going to do one thing. They did something completely different that made me maybe stand up and my heart rate get really yeah. high. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my, mm-hmm. oh my yes. God. And, uh, and, and for that, I appreciate it. Yes. That'll yes. be something that I talk about a lot. Yes. That might be what I talk about first. Not even about who won and what was better. Sure. But I bring up these things and I'm it, almost my super pump, but not quite. I did like how, and I think it's a testament to, I think it got really Raimi, Sam Raimi, yes. after the first act. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. And so one of my favorite things was, Feige in the MCU saying, uh, maybe since, we haven't seen it since Taika. So Taika being able to take over Ragnarok and this being clearly the funniest mm-hmm. installment we've ever had, almost slapsticky to an extent. I think that's a lot easier pill to swallow than body horror. Yeah. Um, and dark comedy body horror. But if you look at Sam Raimi's work, The Evil Dead, yep. Army sure. of Darkness, like this is this is Sam Raimi. And so I think once it became Raimi, I was like appreciating yeah, was the production company in. that yes. is the MCU. The Raiminess of it was one of the best parts of the movie. Love Sam the freedom. Sam is my love, super pump for this love movie. Love oh, the really? freedom to just let him be him. That's the yeah. point. You know, I look back and we bring up Peter Jackson just being handcuffed by Warner Brothers and Sony actually screwing stuff up all the time when they get these big names that don't even get to look like themselves. Right. For yeah. Sam Raimi to be fully Sam Raimi, yeah, dude, I'm I'm totally down for so that. So he his contribution and his sensibilities on this is my super pump for this because this is such a significant departure from the largely bloodless and goreless violence of the Marvel formula and we let our dramatic beats land and don't immediately cut to a joke afterwards. This like felt the vibe of this was exactly what I wanted from a Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. The kind of like horror gothic elements of this. Like when he's floating above all the candles, when he's dream walking back into the 616 from an alternate universe, that is exactly what I wanted from Doctor Strange. Yeah, right. Yeah. But Sam Raimi, uh, <laughs> according to Bruce Campbell, who's kind of just talking uh, to whoever will listen to him about yeah, this right. movie. Uh, Sam Raimi reportedly had like a two hour and 40 minute cut of this movie that Marvel just absolutely ripped to death. I buy that uh, for and, sure. And had him, hey, you need to shoot these scenes to add this in. Uh, you need to change these things. And it really feels like act one is where it felt, like we, we just talked about act one is where it was just the most disjointed yeah. and the least Sam Raimi. But yeah. once, for me, it was once Wanda started using the reflections to get yes. to them. Yeah. That's when Holy, it became, yeah. that's when it became <laughs> Sam Raimi and stayed Sam Raimi to the end. I From mean, it was almost till almost the end. yes, yeah, just absolutely like this is the hardest PG thirteen I've ever seen in my life. This is still a PG thirteen movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah. it, it, like I want to know how close Raimi was to this being R. Right? Like what? We don't have f bombs, right? Is that what no, the difference no would have been? Yeah. 
Like this yeah, is the like, most you can do with gore. And now IMDb, I think mostly it's crowdsourced in terms of when they talk about the rating yes, subcategories. Yeah. But uh, for intense images and for like violence, they're both severe. They're both the red. And I wouldn't yeah. argue against it. No. I mean, we saw heads implode. You know, we'll, we'll get to the, we can kind of chronologically go through some of the things <laughs> that Wanda does. But yeah. Um, yeah. I, can I, I be the honest Sam Raiminess of it all was great. This yeah. movie, and maybe, I don't know, maybe I just had the wrong expectation. This movie did not live up to my expectations for the madness portion of the title. Right. Right. Like, yeah, it got a little Sam Raimi horror-ish, and there was some really— And I loved those moments. Don't get me wrong. Some of the—when this movie is at its best um, is when it is full-blown, like, weird out-there horror stuff, which is sure. why I am so frustrated that we—it feels like barely get any. The stuff we get is memorable, so it sticks out, but overall right. runtime, there's just not a lot of that. And I feel like what I was promised from trailers and just general vibe was that this was going to get dark and weird. Yeah. Right. And it I really didn't. It I didn't. Think we, we traveled to another universe and went to jail there. And we have a, a couple while. horror scenes. And then that's yeah. it. It felt it like, it felt I don't want to say that more... it felt cheap because the effects looked good. It looked really we good. We had big name actors in this. But when it, we're sitting in a jail cell, it felt like something we would do in early Star Trek, where it's like, we can't show this planet, so Captain Kirk is going to jail on say. this planet. Yeah, it felt way more sets yes. than universe. Like yes. Guardians of the Galaxy, the first Guardians felt far more expansive than the yes. multiverse 100%. of madness. You the scope agree. of this movie is way too small for the promise that it started with. Very Completely much so. agree. Very much so. Way and again, there's small. some great set pieces that happen in those areas, but it just wasn't big enough. So I think series. Loki did multiverse stuff better than this. Way movie. better. Like yeah. where where we're chasing folks, uh, chasing Sylvie to different apocalypses. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. Yes. Like there is so much more like trippy multiverse. There's so much more madness in Loki, a television mm -hmm. show. Yeah. Than there is in Doctor Strange. Totally agreed. Yeah. Could it be that our, our two hour, 40 minute Sam Raimi cut or like the 40 minutes that he would have done instead of the first 40 minutes we had of this had more of that. Is I there an so. assumption that there could have been that? I don't think Sam Raimi is an ounce of the problem with this movie, if I'm being honest. No. I think that I, he so, is the saving grace of a movie that could have been very bland. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm ready to uh, super dump. Oh, okay. Go. And I think— We've been so positive so far. That would be a nice change of pace. So here's some, some correlation I've found with the first 40 minutes and something that just ultimately— uh, just didn't enjoy and I didn't want it to be this way because I love how much the MCU is starting to uh, flex representation. It's it's reflecting what the MCU comics are doing. Yeah, right. In terms of like, I mean, we just saw a wonderful trailer for Love and Thunder to where Jane is holding the hammer now and we're seeing yeah. all of this kind of stuff. By the way, and then we, I am in the same way that I was disappointed by Doctor Strange, I am all but 100% confident that Love and Thunder is going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because we've got this comfort of this. This is our blanket here. This yeah, is yeah, the same yeah. piece. Yeah. Many of the same pieces. It looks like we've got Chris on Chris yeah. chemistry again, which is some of the I think best that's things the secret. The like, the best ones are the ones that have a muscle Chris in them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me a muscle. My super dump is uh, America Chavez. It is... Specifically, okay. the actress. Uh, I think, uh, and I, I, this is awful for me to be super dumping with the worst at pronouncing names. Shochil Gomez. Shochil. Shochil. 
Xochitl Gomez, um, personally for me, was a bad actor. It was a little decom. It was a little this decom. Is, I think this is maybe like her first or second role. She's really not done a lot before this. That's fine. That's fine, it's but just, don't put her in the MCU. Yeah, I mean, we just see like a lot. There's a lot of first roles that have happened for, you know, I, I guess we don't have a ton of kids in the yeah. MCU, right? The closest thing was Peter Parker, but even he feels older. Sure. Than America Chavez. Yeah. Um, but to me, I found it was her weirdly like, charming, but I think I still agree with you. I agree. I see yeah. the charm too. And of course, what what a dense script to introduce <laughs> someone like that in. Yeah. Right. So right. she's yeah, probably tough. working against a lot of stuff. Um, but the moments that she has back and forth with Benedict was like, our acting school is having an A-list actor come in to do some stuff with do a us. Masterclass. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what just the first 40 minutes was just like completely, completely threw me off. And it's it's yeah. it's not even fair. It's it's a new thing, right? So maybe I need to chew on it a little bit more, but it's not fair to compare her to these younger uh, members of the MCU, even those being introduced, like the Haley Steinfelds of right. the world, Tom sure. Holland, who's been here. Oscar think, winner Haley Steinfeld. Exactly. Right. And yeah. I think Miss Marvel, uh, she looks great, and I'm assuming that she'll be really good, but who yes. knows? But it's like... It's funny that it, you mentioned Tom Holland work. because Tom Holland is a full decade older than Chochil Gomez. That's oh, what wow. I'm saying. That's why. Yeah. That's what makes it unfair. Yeah. Is 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 she is brand spanking new in here. Yeah, but I don't blame her at all. No. You know, I, I, she felt more like the Maximoff twins than a member 100%. of the Avengers. Totally, and and yeah. it was just, I don't know. Maybe I just need to, to sit on it a little bit more. Obviously, this is fresh, but that ultimately was, was my super dump because it was the most I got to know her was that first 40, 40 minutes of mm -hmm. just having interactions. And you could tell, and I think overall, they did a pretty good job of kind yeah. of, Introducing her in the midst of one of the shorter installments the MCU's ever had in yeah, two hours and six minutes short. or so. Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, that was my my super dump was Jotil's performance. And I know she's got, I mean, she's hey, Carter, probably Showchill. Showchill. I said Showchill, my bad. Showchill. That's the man who um, killed Batman's parents. Yeah. Joe Chill killed Batman's parents and became the Joker. Showchill is America Chavez. Okay, I think I think I'm hearing different things. I don't know, but I'm just going to say show chill. There you, there go. you go. Okay. Very nice. Like Sean Connery describing after he took a hit of, va of vape, how he's feeling. Yeah, show chill. I show feeling, chill. I'm feeling show chill. Okay. I can't do it. That was I Michael Caine with, okay. with an I'm, SH list. Um, I'm, feel, I'm feeling show chill. But yeah, it's so funny to also like super dump on a kid. I know. Because <laughs> it, it feels, yeah, it feels bad. It does feel bad. But I was right. like, it just, that literally was my least favorite part. Yeah. And so I've just got to do yeah. it. But, well, and they have to know that when they take a swing, like casting a young kid in a pretty major role, they have to understand that they she, are opening themselves yeah. up for a discussion about the acting prowess of young first-time actors. That's America. Just, yeah. I mean, America was a plot device in this. You know, like a, the yeah. script doesn't really have a ton for her to do anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, Sam Raimi sure loves him some, your powers don't work, but if you believe in yourself, they actually yeah, do. Yeah, right, yeah. Because yeah. we got that in Spider-Man 2 as well. Wanda bringing the temple down on top of her was exactly like Doc Ock also in Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Can I... Uh, Unlike that that uh, that inner magic. Shout out to the moms. What a fun episode to do after Mother's Day. Yeah, for yeah, real. Right. <laughs> I'll do anything for my kids. 
I mean, anything. anything. Just about anything. From I do say, though, I think, and I don't know chronologically how they filmed things, but when the script lent itself to her having her biggest moment, America Chavez was, I, I my favorite moment of America Chavez is when she ultimately finds a way to, quote unquote, defeat Wanda. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that uh, to was like good. kind of show her what it would look like. So and my that stomach, was great. she handled that. My well. stomach turned to knots when it was like time for America to go toe to toe with Wanda because I was like, if they make this girl use her powers for the first time and beat the beat the Scarlet Witch, right. I'm going to be very disappointed. And then the Wait twist of the way she defeats her is by showing her like essentially giving her what she wants. Yeah. And showing her like this is not the way to do this. Leaning I thought into that was the human really, side. really yes. good. And the fact that the only person that could talk down Wanda was Wanda. Yeah. That Wanda could come up and say, like, I get it. I get yeah. your yeah. pain. I thought that was Yeah, they'll be taken care of. Yeah. Very poignant. Yeah. I liked that. In the middle of a kind of it was emotional. I got emotional. A fun nonsense movie. Good. I'm not using nonsense yeah. as a yeah. derogatory term here. Like a fun nonsense movie having that really poignant moment, I thought was great. Did you guys buy the complete villain heel turn for Wanda? Uh, yeah. Did that work for y'all? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It did. And I think it's because of our little extra credit. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to PTSD. The uh, the the scene that we have, we see her with the book at, with the, dark at the end of WandaVision. End. Yeah. Yes. And so that makes me, you know, and just hearing rumors of and hearing you guys talk about how like it's pretty yeah. canon for her to be an antagonist Well, and there was point. so much yeah. discussion after WandaVision of like, how does she face no consequences for, and then here sure. in this movie, we finally get the back end of that. I think that was right. really good. So this is WandaVision 2, basically. That's what I'm saying. This movie should have been called, this movie should have been called Marvel's Multiverse of Madness. I mean, it shouldn't have been, but yes. like, if we want to sure. keep that title, yeah. it should have been called Marvel's Multiverse of Madness, starring, in the same way that yeah. Captain America Civil War or, should have been called Marvel's Civil War. Or yeah. just call it Multiverse of Madness. Well, yeah, right. that's what I mean. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 I thought you were saying the title would be Marvel's. No, I just mean, Madness. I just mean like to clarify yeah, yeah, yeah. it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it just should have been called Multiverse of Madness um, because this is, I would say, pretty inarguably more a Wanda movie than it is a Doctor Strange. Which, movie. which makes Paul Bettany's absence but- so strange. White Vision not being in this movie at yeah. all, despite being a huge part of the climax. Every multiverse that she sees, Vision is not there. It is always her solo parenting the twins. Vision is never alive. Yeah. It's so strange to me. Isn't that her, is that not a part of her grief though? Is it that might be. When the the move she made with her own hands actually eliminated him from every possible universe. Sure, but if we're like <laughs> if her if her whole thing is that like these multiverses are where I have what I want. In those, yeah. is are her children real or are they constructs that she is not punished for creating? Because if if her children are real, then we have to say, okay, how did she envision make children? If they're constructs that she's created, we have to say, why didn't she make vision too? Right. Yeah. Uh, as we sort of head towards shout announcements, I do want to say, Doge, I did watch What If. Um, yeah. We're, we have two episodes left, but I watched... Uh-huh. Everything up to that point. Uh, it had nothing really, to do with this movie whatsoever. Yeah. They really <laughs> tricked me. Well, there is there was, one. Well, the, I mean, The yes. Captain Carter one. Yeah, but I could have put two and two together pretty quick. Sure. With, no, they, I was, really, they really tricked us. Which I was is, expecting again, it to matter. I watched again. the Captain Carter one. Yeah. 
again, like that's the whole thing where it's like we, they made a big deal of like, what if is canon to the MCU and it's breaking open the multiverse. And then Loki was like, it's canon to the MCU. It's breaking open the multiverse. Right. And then No Way Home, it was like, it's canon to the MCU. It's breaking over the multi, open the multiverse. Yeah. And we've broken open the multiverse in about six different multimedia projects over the last year. And none of them have anything to do with each other. Like we're not carrying any story threads forward from what if. Outside of mention, right? It's not Outside a, of a brief yeah, mention narrative. of Spider-Man here, Loki has had nothing to do with the MCU so far. We're treating we're treating the multiverse like we treated Infinity Stones in the first phase of Marvel to where it's like it's just a buzzword that we're using to generate some hype for stuff. Right. But so far, well, like it's I, like if the I, movies were about the Infinity Stones specifically, but we didn't really sure. know anything about them. It's how like many, yeah. How many episodes are we into this phase? I think this is almost done with phase four, right? No, phase four. That's the thing. Phase four doesn't have a clear ending because they yeah. don't have a clear thing they're building toward. Right. Uh, but so like everything post endgame is phase four. Okay. So that's, that's I think that's the frustrating thing the is five, that the MCU- five movies? Four movies? Five movies? Five, I think. Because Black Widow, well, no way, sorry, Far From Home, Black Widow- uh, Eternals, Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi, Eternals, No Way Home, No Way Home, Doctor Strange. This is the sixth movie plus all the TV shows are yeah. a part of Phase Four. It's a pretty big and phase the MC- four. the MCU became the became the box office juggernaut that it is because all the movies were connected to mm-hmm. each other. And outside of Wong and uh, Captain Marvel and Bruce Banner appearing in a post credit scene for Shang Chi, none of these movies have touched each other. Yeah. That's a huge miss to me. Yeah. I think Marvel has swung and actually missed with phase four because by this point, six movies in, 10 years ago, we'd already had the Avengers. Six movies in, like we already had a sense of, okay, these are all doing something together. Yeah. You're getting your chocolate and my peanut butter. I'm getting my peanut butter and your chocolate. Sure. And nobody's mixing anything here. They're yeah. they're pretty much standalone and they're they're kind of doing the same thing every time. I'm hopeful that it'll turn around. It's still Feige. It's still Marvel. And I still think that Love and Thunder is going to probably fight for a top five spot for me. Is I my guess. So. Um, I think I think for it to land in a top five spot to me, it's going to have to do a lot of heavy lifting. It's going to have to be a good movie by itself and also give me a reason to care about it. Because like with this movie, like I don't, it doesn't really matter to me what happens in this movie because yeah. everything is consequences of actions that have already happened versus we're setting up for a, a payoff sure. later. And I know that we've talked before about how like one of the problems with the MCU is that stories aren't allowed to end. Right, yeah. Uh, but one of the strengths of the MCU is that it all feels like one thing because it is a story that's building to something. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it, it feels like the stories ended at Endgame and we want to do something cool next, but we we don't have a kind of grand vision for how to make everything work together to make that happen. Yeah. It feels like the connective tissue is like the environment of yes. the multiverse. And we don't, we still don't have a clear big bad. Right. I think at this point we need to know what everyone is up against besides the threat of mystery. Right. And so they're using things like Jonathan Majors being cast in uh Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. They're using that as the hook to keep people on the line, mm-hmm. I think. 
mm-hmm. until that movie comes out. And like, I think- Which Quantum Media is another basically multiverse yeah. thing, right? Like, right. And it's like, man, I'm tired of opening the multiverse for the first time. Like, if we're going to do it, do it. But stop like, yeah, stop halfway doing it. Yeah. I, yeah, I'll, there's a fear too of seeing so many iterations of it, even though it can, they can all tie into being like, this is kind of the similar, the same multiverse access. Yeah. Is like, what is the point, you know, three or four movies from now to where we're like, oh, that they had to use the quantum mania to get to that part of the multiverse. We've seen that world yeah. before. Here's how we do. It just is starting. It feels like too many. Yeah. It's so different than taking these bits of rock and putting them all in this weapon. Yeah. With this purpose, you For know. Sure. So it's tough. For sure. Uh, it is shout announcements time. And uh, there's still quite a bit to talk about. So let's go ahead and jump on in there. Welcome to Shout Announcements. It's the Shout Announcements show. Do the whole thing. Do the whole thing in that voice. No, you always say that, but that's that's audio suicide. Well, commit. No. Stop being so wishy. You're being a real I Doctor do Strange lo- in the I Multiverse do. of Madness. I am beholden to that none. That was a great band. I am beholden to none. I also turned into Mark Wahlberg a little bit when I said that. I didn't mean to. Well, come in. Come on. You're being a real Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Do the whole thing. Come on. Come on, kid. Do the whole thing in that voice. I don't want to eat you. I just want to talk to you. You're fine. Say hi to your mother for me. I think. I want the gold. It's fine. Gold's better than kids, right? I think in a world that is binary. Where you have two options, and one is minimum and one is maximum. That frequently maximum is the superior option. More is always better. And that is why, and it's definitely not because our calendars are off and uh, we're very busy. It's not that. It's only good things. Yeah. Next week, we will have- like It's good things like how our lives are so full and rich. (laughs) <laughs> and busy. I mean, and, bu- and, and not real bu- busy. Not busy. We've got full you to thank for the richness. Full and fulfilling and not busy. And next week, we will have one episode released. That's it. Just one. But it will be a Maximum Monday. Maximum! And here's the fun part. You have a chance to decide. Actually, you've probably already missed it if you you've didn't do it already. already missed your shot. But yeah. we asked our Discord to weigh in on what they would like Maximum Monday to look like. And that's exactly what we're going to do. It's oops all fun. And uh, if, if that's, <laughs> that's a weird thing to try for our podcast. Oops, oops this, this one's only fun. Whole way through. This one's a fun one. It's hard to stay <laughs> And fun, I think right? if, if you're the type of person that's like, I would have loved to have gotten my hand on the ball with that one. Well, I have good news. Just jump on in to patreon.com. Become a patron at the second right. tier, the highest tier that we offer. Jump into our Discord. Have some conversations, some laughs, some goofs. Currently, we're dunking on one of our uh, Discord members right now for misspelling extra credit. Shout out to Emo Shout Country to for emo suggesting, country. suggesting that we play extra credit. <laughs> we love you. We love this you is that. all happening in real time, love you Emo Country. We just sent that <laughs> yeah, message yeah, yeah. quite literally uh, 90 <laughs> seconds ago. So, yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah. A lot you of fun. A lot of fun to be had here. Yeah, come to Discord where we can make fun of you and belittle you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I'm serious. <laughs> if you want to be roasted by a podcast you like, join our Discord. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the show. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. 
At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, I, I've super pumped and super dumped. Yeah, you're done. So I'm I'm gonna take my hand off the wheel. I'm putting my sleep mask down. You guys wake me up when we get there. I have a super pump, but I'm gonna wait for just a second. I want to talk about the Illuminati, if that's cool with everyone. Yeah. So the lizard, the lizard people that control every mm-hmm, facet mm-hmm, of our society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's the thing. I have a lot of mixed feelings about the Illuminati scene. Um, I do too. Number one, the most obvious is the John Krasinski hey, of it hang all. Hang on. Heavy spoilers right here. Oh, if you're this far, come on. Well, I mean, come we, on. Yeah. Just say, I'm just saying. You're a kind, you're a kind the, just, the John Krasinski and I'm just, of it all. I'm accidentally Mark Wahlberg in a game. Just saying. I can't tell because this is all so undefined and sloppy with the multiverse stuff. I can't tell if this is, hey, casting confirmed, John Krasinski is Reed Richards. I know. Or if this is right? them saying, hey, you finally got John Krasinski as Reed Richards. Now stop asking. That's the thing is because every Doctor Strange, every Stephen Strange- All the same person. Is played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, uh, Lashana Lynch, same character that she was in Captain Marvel. She just got the Marvel powers right. this time. Right, Every Every individual is played by the same actor across multiverses, right? Right. So does this mean that when we have Charles Xavier- in the MCU X-Men movie, it's going to be a 900-year-old Patrick Stewart. So that was the second thing I was going to bring up is love Charles Xavier being there. Do not want, do not want a, I don't want anything to do with the Fox X-Men movies. I want them gone. Right, I I like, this is, I love Patrick Stewart as Professor X, but I do not think it should have been Patrick Patrick Stewart. Well, and I've seen a lot of like, bring in James McAvoy. Don't bring in James McAvoy. I don't want anything to do with the Fox movies. McAvoy wants to be done with this. Gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I do want I don't John know, Krasinski. I've thought about. Yeah, have y'all thought of like Jesse Eisenberg as bald? Do you think that'd be oh, interesting? Oh yeah, that'd be great. No, no thanks. Um, <laughs> I think it's just completely out there. I think they get to do whatever yeah. they want in this situation. I think it's the only you know, concern which I have as a viewer is the two of them, Krasinski and Stewart, is the only ones that I'm like I have legitimate preferences. They, what a freaking tease! It has to be Krasinski. It, Can it right, not be? Krasinski? It has to be. Guys, I he kind did, of I thought he did great. I kind of don't want Krasinski. Why? Oh. I love Krasinski, but I don't like. There's something that feels so like fan servicey to me about having Krasinski in this role, which is fine. Like he did great here. I like the idea conceptually of Krasinski and Emily Blunt as Reed and Sue is is great. Like I, I do like that. Yeah, but it I does think sound bad more, so far. <laughs> I think there are more interesting choices that we could be that we could make with those roles that. When I look at them, I don't just see Krasinski. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think no, there's- I, di- I disagree. I hear you and I respect you, but I think at this point, you're going to start to get more and more A-listers in the MCU and you can make that argument for almost anybody that you cast. Fair. I, I-, I just- Fair. Krasinski is 
is three, two years older, three years older than Chris Evans. Mm. Uh, and part of, it feels like metatextually outside the narrative, part of the reason that we're getting so many of the original folks from the first couple of phases sort of laying down their spandex right now is so that we don't end up with a next Avengers movie full of 50-year-olds and 60-year-olds saving the world. I want it all, though. I want 60-year-olds and 20-year-olds and 40-year-olds. Like, I want it all. And if Krasinski sure. is going to come in and play Reed Richards until he's 58, yeah, bring it on. I'm down. Cool. I'm down. That's me, though. I'm not saying yeah. you have to share that with me. That's just how I, I feel just, about it. I disagree. How was the reaction in your theater? They when lost people their minds. Yeah. Krasinski. My theater people clapped for Krasinski. People clapped for yeah. Patrick Stewart. Somebody yeah. in the back, they yeah. showed John Krasinski. Somebody in the back goes, no. <laughs> and I laughed a lot at that. I had no yeah. idea. That was the biggest blind side of the movie. That was I kind of went down in my seat. I was like, oh. That was a big was surprise like, to me. Patrick Stewart was it. all but confirmed by trailer trailers. I hate the way that they did that because the trailer revealed Patrick Stewart. And then the movie plays it like we're supposed to be surprised. Right. Yeah. That's so I frustrating. I think there might be some correlation. There could be some reveal through research here that when we get a big reveal in a trailer, there's a thought by the production company that maybe this movie won't do as well in theaters. Yes. Interesting. Yes. A hint's doomsday in all the Batman versus Superman trailers. Yeah. It's like, we got to give them something now. Right. Right now. Right. Because so, so far there's not buy-in. see that something. Yep. Yeah. yeah, just you don't typically because think of Because obviously that was that. lauded. Even though people know knew it was coming, to see him was like a big yeah. deal. Yeah. For sure. We did also get Anson Mount reprising his role as Black Bolt from the ABC since canceled Inhumans series. Which, this is probably not the same Black Bolt. This is, I mean, this is not the same Charles Xavier that we watched in 2000. You know, these are different. Right, different. Again, yeah. leads, leads cred, lends credibility to the theory that every individual is played by the same actor across every multiverse. Right. Yeah. I love, uh, I love how they showed us Black Bolt's powers. Yeah. Very cool. Personally. Like the I'm sorry. Yeah. Like the way that they killed that version of Strange. Cool. Very cool. Just to see, like, I'm glad they just up to 11 for the sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I really, really enjoyed now, that. Okay. My, sorry. I was just going uh, to continue the Black Bolt conversation for just one second. Charlize at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Is she an inhuman? No, that's Clea. I'm unfamiliar. Clea is another sorceress. Okay. I was completely unfamiliar. I thought maybe they were doing like an Inhumans thing. There's an Inhumans no. movie coming out, right? No. There was years ago. Okay. Uh, that has since been scrapped and turned, into, show, right? turned into the show on ABC that was pretty poorly mm -hmm. reviewed. Yes. Okay. Good to know. Clea is a sorceress, disciple, lover, eventual wife of Stephen Strange. Oh. There you go. Not surprised that she was introduced after we know that he's not going to have... Uh, Regina George. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Um, my super mm -hmm. pump in the Sam Raimi of it all is Scarlet Witch walking in there and just killing all the Illuminati. Mm. I actually loved yeah, that. I did, too. I did too. Yeah, I fully enjoyed I did too. it. Black Bolt realizing that he doesn't have a mouth and then screaming and then it implodes on him. Yeah, turning Reed Captain Richards Carter getting getting for sure cut in mm -hmm. half. Yeah. Skeddy, Skeddy, Fantastic Mr. Skeddy. <laughs> Fantastic like Mr. Was, Head Poppy Skeddy. And then we just kind of had like the the crushing of Captain Marvel. That yeah. was maybe my least favorite because it wasn't as yeah. gory. But I was just like, this is crazy. Yes. That any Anytime you can give me 
more than 30 seconds? I mean, She's this was close to four minutes. She's doing a sweater, too. Yeah, just <laughs> four in, minutes Covered in the oil job. from the Ultron sentries that uh-huh. looks yes. like blood. Yeah. Yes, that's my super pump. And also, it's like, I love how we never made Scarlet Witch not the strongest being in the universe. Yes, yeah, I agree. She, she, she only can beat herself. Mm-hmm. I love that that's never mm-hmm. changed. She's by far the most powerful. Do you think she's dead? No. No, I don't. They did They did give us a little... <laughs> right, I think that Like puff, the red stuff after I think after that puff was <laughs> every dark hold being destroyed. She defo, she defo <laughs> not dead. I don't she's think. not dead, for um, sure she's yeah, not dead. Carter, it wouldn't surprise me if Elizabeth Olsen wants to be done, though. My, my yeah. super pump is Elizabeth Olsen, um, just in general. This is her, this is the best performance of her MCU career. Um, Dude, it's a shame because this is not even close to the best script she's been I know, given. it's a bummer. I think that she has... It's been a a real pleasure to watch her come into her own as the character Scarlet Witch. She's always been a good actor, but watching her like make Wanda this like living, breathing, feeling thing in front of us has been an absolute pleasure. I am straight. I told Callie on the way out of the theater last night. I was like, I am in the way that you can be with celebrities because it's safe and so distant from your real life. I am in love with Elizabeth Olsen. She is amazing. <laughs> yeah, she's great. She is such a good actor. And here, she's just the best part of the movie. And not just her acting, but like anything that involves Scarlet Witch. Like she's just the coolest part of the movie, the scariest part of the movie, the heart of the movie. She's acting her Ooh. butt off. And don't get me wrong, yeah. she's straight up. One of my other top five actresses is Rachel McAdams. So this was a movie made for me to be happy about in that way because they're both so good. But Elizabeth yeah. Olsen puts the, for me, puts this movie on her back legit. Like straight up carries this movie. She's straight up like Pennywise out of that gong. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, that was like, gross. That was, there yeah. There was, yeah. yeah, she's yep. spooky. No doubt. No doubt. She's very spooky. I think there was a promise made by the vibe of the trailers that this was going to get Lovecrafty, otherworldy, more body horror. Like, and yeah, we get like an ancient book with like some weird creatures guarding it and trying to like walk through dreams. That's all very Lovecraft for sure. I think I just wanted to leave the movie saying, what did I just watch in a different way? Yep. Yeah. Like I wanted a movie that I had to watch a few times to really catch everything, not a movie that I'm confused this because the, it wasn't very good. Yeah. Yeah. This is that talent talent show metaphor again. It's like, I'm never going to forget about two or three things that Correct. happened in this movie. Right. I'm going to mull over, like, I am totally down for the corpse strange, yeah. like zombie yep. strange wings of yep. demons. What? That was so yeah, cool. cool. That was the most metal thing. Yeah, that was very cool. That I've ever seen very, in my cool. life. It looked like a Black Sabbath tour shirt. Yes. Like it was wild to yeah. me. I could not believe what was happening. You know what's funny? I typically really like the goofy post-credit scenes in Marvel movies. Um, and I really like Bruce Campbell a lot. So I think that this one's really funny. They're like, just, it's over. And then it was finished. Yep. But yeah. when it is it when the goofy ones are attached to a movie that fell so short, it almost feels like a slap in the face, which is just me being entitled yeah. to a cool like it's just me feeling entitled to a cooler post credit scene. But it feels like when you watch one of these like C minus Marvel movies, 
that it's like, well, at least maybe the post credit scene is going to set up something incredible. Right. That's the thing is like the, the ending of this movie, like where it just ends with that zoom in on Dr. Strange opening his third eye mm-hmm. because he used the dark hole. Because it's like, who cares about the third? Does the third eye do something? Like, I think, why do I care I think about that? Sucks, I think sucks as an ending for this movie. Yeah, for sure. I think the post credit scene of Clea coming and saying, you caused an incursion and we're going to fix it. And she rips open a hole to the dark dimension. Sucks as an ending for this because movie. Because why isn't it somebody from the TVA, dude? Because why do we care? And I think the the one that sucks the most is Bruce Campbell at the end because I don't think they earned that. They didn't that. earn like that, that joke. Yeah, I agree. Historically, that slot for Marvel has to be a spot where we set up like, here's why you should actually care about what's happening. Yeah, you Can only earn shawarma when you put out the Avengers. Right, right. Can I earn the? Can I can I change yeah. the end? Yeah, I'm gonna keep the post credit, the first post credit with Clea, and and that 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 actually be the eye. I don't think we see the eye, until the third then. eye, exactly. Until then, exactly. But here's my here's my end now. Okay, is this movie's already asking you to have seen a lot of the mm-hmm. MCU? Yeah. It's so funny reading like most critics that don't like this movie right now are saying like, uh, it's just asking too much of us. It's expecting us to see what came before, and I'm like, that's um, the point. Yeah. Yeah. So was Return of the Jedi. Like, what are you get over? <laughs> right. So it's like, I uh I think the end, we see him walking, right? Like he's walking with his little happy walk or whatever. He's feeling good. We've got Doctor Strange, maybe a little bit changed. Him and him and Wanda have that whole vibe of like there's an evil selfishness to us, but we're figuring it out so yeah. that we can save the world together. Yeah. And then we just see in the background that orange door. A TVA door open. Yep. The TVA door open. And we don't even have to see him, but I just want to hear Owen Wilson. Right. Yeah. Like, hey, let's talk. And just be like, that's awesome. Doctor, what wow. a great end that would be. Steven, you got yeah. a second? Yeah. Hey, Steve, you got a second? Yeah. yeah. I would love that. Yeah. But that's just something, because that's the thing that I think we're all hungry for at this point is some reason for these to like go together. I would replace the Bruce Campbell one with like, let's figure out a content- continuation of that scene, the post-credit scene from Shang-Chi, where it's like, where it's Sean and Katie who get called before some of the Avengers. Hey, where'd you get these rings? What are these rings supposed to be doing? Like, yes, dude. Wh- why are we introduced? We're uh, it's so frustrating because Marvel didn't do this up until now. Yeah, where they just yeah. throw spaghetti at the wall. But it feels like we're throwing spaghetti at the wall and don't have a plan. I already liked Shang Chi a lot. I did too. I like I like it more. I, I, it's funny to start having these. You can't help with this massive library. To compare, especially, you know, uh, comparing Doctor Strange iterations, right? Doctor Strange to Multiverse of Madness. Feels like a weird comparison to each other because of what we already said. It should have just been called Multiverse of Madness. Doctor Strange is as much in this movie. So the first 40 minutes, which is heavy Doctor Strange in No Way Home, is infinitely better Doctor Strange than him with America. Yes. Dude, I think Doctor Strange has movie. historically been better in other people's not, movies it, than he has been in his own. To me, that's not a hot, maybe it's a hot take for some people. I completely agree with you. I think that he I think is the best, infinitely better in other people's I movies. I think the coolest Doctor Strange moment is in this, is whenever he dream walks into the corpse of an alternate universe version of himself and uses the souls of the damned as wings. That's very yeah. freaking yeah. cool. Who says it has to be alive. Right. It's like, yes. yeah, that's very and cool. And that's also very same. That's Raimi. literally, yes. Uh, that's like, like, that's the cover of the evil death. I mean, exactly. Like, like that's coming out. Yeah. The hand that's coming Chekhov's out. Chekhov's corpse. Yeah. Right. <laughs> From the yeah, first do act. It. Just do it. It's fine. Just do it. You're already crazy. But enough. I think that 
every other appearance of Doctor Strange is better than every other moment in this movie. Mm-hmm. What did you guys yep. think of the music fight? That was weird, huh? I thought it was kind of cool. I dug it. I I, liked I it. dug it so much. I thought that it was, was kind of cool. Really loved that. Yeah, very Disney Philharmonic. Yeah, I was about to, to say me. it's. That's I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I really really enjoyed yeah. it. And him just playing the harp to just blow all that other stuff up. That was yeah. that was really people fun. in my theater I, were laughing at it. I think it is funny. Yeah, I had somebody. Yeah, yeah, I had somebody laugh at the harp thing, which is fine too because that is. So here's, but that's the weirdness I wanted. Fight with music notes, like. Yeah, yes. just be weird. So like the the audience reactions to stuff too. And here's something that I realized is I do, we still at the root of two chunks, I feel like foundationally in our mission statement is love what you love. Like yes, I want you to yes, love what absolutely. you love. Dislike what you dislike. But I do, especially with the MCU, I want it to be good. And I'm so bummed when some things are off. I felt myself trying to manage other people's emotions already. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like I felt myself being like, ooh, I hope this doesn't. I'm thinking of all the other people that if you're trying to get somebody into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, chronologically, there's tons of stuff that makes sense narratively. You don't just jump into. This is the very last movie. I would want anyone to have a first experience with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You don't just jump into this. And that's different than saying you don't just start with Endgame, right? Right. Like with this, you might get a bad taste mm-hmm. in your mouth. They're all like this. It's not that you'll be confused. Not you'll be disappointed. It sort of yeah. feels like somebody told yeah. you they've never had Tex-Mex before, so you take them to Gloria's and then buy them a burger. Yeah. Or you take them to Chili's. Yeah, yeah right. It's like, yeah. why, why would you pick that? Um, I also think this reveals, so what we're talking about with like the TVA door appearing or, I mean, anything, any connective tissue at all, it feels like Marvel is once again accidentally doing the thing they did with the Netflix shows where it's like the Netflix shows are like, man, you know, the big thing in New York happened. That's crazy. Oh, you don't want to have Thor run in here with his hammer. And then the movies just completely ignore that the shows ever existed in the first place. Except except that this is a direct sequel to WandaVision. Right. That's the, you know, is it the I first think- acknowledgement in a film of any of these? Yes. And I think that's no, what that's we're not running true. Black into. Widow. At the end of Black Widow, Julia, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. That's true. I think what we're running yeah. into, though, is the long lead time that it takes to write and produce a movie and the COVID delays that shuffled everything around. Yeah, right. Because, like, we didn't really change much of our TV schedule because those are a lot quicker turnaround. Right. But, like, the the finale of Loki had not aired by the time that uh, Spider-Man No Way Home was finished being filmed. Right. And this was originally supposed to come before Spider-Man No Way Home. When we shuffled our release order, this actually got pushed to after Spider-Man No Way Home. So some of these reshoots are like them sitting in the cafe and talking about, oh, I had to help the spider guy. And yeah, right. America Chavez is like, is he, does he shoot webs out of his butt? I don't know, maybe. It's pretty funny, actually. That is funny. That joke is never not funny. But I just think there is so like, because of the COVID pandemic, but more than that, because the TV shows are not as tightly plotted and subject to change, I think there's, it's just becoming, it, it feels like Marvel, gosh, I don't want to say they bid off more than they can chew because I, I do have faith yeah. in them as a production company, but it does feel like it's harder than they anticipated. Yeah, yeah. When when stories are made well enough, it's easy for me to forget how much money and how many people that's paying Yeah, that the movie is making, right? But because Sony is also doing superhero stuff right now, I've, I catch myself being like, man, I hope you're not just doing this and getting it out because you know it'll buy you time to figure out what's right. going on. Yeah. 
literally buy you time. They don't have to worry about this movie that is bizarre making at least what the Batman made. Yes. Yeah. Right? It'll beat the Batman they, easily. It'll beat the Batman. It'll make 900 million. It might not make a billion. I don't know. No Way Home was wild. And there's a lot of heat on, I don't know. I, I, Multiverse of Madness has really good cult, cult culty vibes yes. to me. Like in the good culty. <laughs> very Waco. Very feels very Waco. Um, but it, it feels like a, like there's going to be some people, and I love that for them, that are going to say this is their favorite. Yeah. And I think that's great. Because you don't get that for the dark world. It's a, it's a joke. Right. For other bad iterations yeah, of the MCU. Right. But for this, okay, I get to know a little bit more about you if you say on the personality quiz of which Marvel movie mm-hmm. are you, that you're the multiverse of madness. Well, I think the thing, um, like this, it does absolutely, now that you've mentioned that, it does absolutely feel like a lot of the releases since Endgame have been, we got to put something out and then let's figure out, let's figure out what our next thing is later. How how encouraging was Shang-Chi? I, I don't mean to—this isn't going to turn into a Shang-Chi episode. But, like, seeing that, there was some diff, there was some really different things about yes, that movie. absolutely. Right? We went to another world that was within our world that we'd never heard about because the forest just hugs harder and you can't get through. <laughs> that was really yeah. bizarre. Yeah. But it was like, it was like, okay, but this belongs. Yeah. This dragon that we're fighting, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. That belongs. But then we kind of, we've gone out and we've, you're right, we've, we're kind of doing the multiverse to death right now. Yeah. And then bringing it back from, from the dead and doing it again. Hey, we'll always have Love and Thunder. We will. Do you still think that's going to be the highest grossing movie of the year? Yeah. I mean, I do now. Yeah, I'm interested. Well, we didn't say of the year. Of the first oh, of, half. Oh, of I guess no. Of the three. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of our superhero of, three. Of yeah. our three. I think so. Yeah. Because I was team multiverse of madness. Uh, I know you were. And, and I forgive you for I that. I don't know. Well, I don't know if critic reaction is going to deter people or not. I mean, it has— it, No. Let's put it this way. If Thor Love and Thunder gets good reviews, that will help it more than poor critical reaction to— You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's true. It's definitely going to help, but I also— I just think there are more Thor fans than Doctor Strange fans. Almost non-even— like, Yeah. Like, probably by a lot, especially after Ragnarok. Yeah. 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 And he's, he's our only OG left, right? Basically, yeah. Black Widow's mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this feels like his farewell, does it not? Yeah, I think I probably. Bet, I, I bet Chris hangs up the hammer after this. Such a bummer. Eternals had a simultaneous release. Eternals had a simultaneous release, did it not? No. Or or, or it only lasted like 30 days in theaters before it That's came to right. stream. I think so, yeah. It was one of those. It made it just made four hundred million. Which which saying just made sure, four hundred million. But that's low for one of these. Sure. Yeah. They're not gonna do and that. Shang Chi was I don't think anymore. Gotta get, gotta make that paper. Um, it is yeah, time. Yeah, Shang Chi made four hundred and thirty million. It is yeah. time to rate this movie uh, using science. Before you say before you say all the stuff, I don't want to know your ratings. But have you guys talked yourself down from where you were? Nope, I'm exactly where I the left the theater yesterday. Okay. I'm the same. Yeah. Um, the the scientific cinema scale is perfect and as follows: the best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it, buy, buy that, that poster. poster. Only if the poster is the corpse of Doctor Strange using the souls of the damned. With all the arms behind him, because that was very cool. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a tattoo pretty soon. The next best thing is buy it. It's followed by rent it, and then stream it, stream it, (laughs) and then stream it. After that is forget it, and last but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie: God hath forsaken us. 
I'll go first. Rent it. Okay. I, nope. Too bad. Boy. <laughs> I'm Boy. I'm going to I'm going to rent yeah, it. Sure. Because just like in that talent show, like I'd want to see that again. I think I do. The rewatchability plays a pretty big factor for me. I'm realizing 400 episodes into the scientific cinema scale that like sometimes rents are willingness to watch again, but not a lot. But I think I could come back to the multiverse of madness several times. I think there's a lot of eye candy. I think I'm fine to use the bathroom and make a meal mm-hmm. during the beginning of it so that I can sit down and then rewatch in full the parts you everything like, yeah. else. Yeah, but it it, it is a rent. Yeah, I'm streaming it a lot of the same reasons, just apparently moderately harsher. Um, I <laughs> I don't know that I will ever watch this again. I will watch pieces of it again. Hmm. I have no interest in consuming this movie from top to bottom anymore, but I will watch the parts I liked the most. I'm also going to stream it because it's going to be on Disney Plus in six months or less. Uh You'll just wait. I'll yeah. just wait, man. It just feels like, dude, I, it feels like the latest entry in what now seems to be a pretty rudderless ship. Yeah, and I don't know if we're going to get much rudder from Love and Thunder, which is fine. It's fine because like, that movie shouldn't, like, that is such unfair expectations to place on one movie. Like Thor, Love and Thunder, you have to tell a good story and also justify the six that came before you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's always Thor, Love and Thunder, you know? Right. What I'm not saying is that I'm out on the MCU. No, of course not. It's it's. Oh my gosh, right. no. But I'm… I am disappointed. Thought you were saying that. For the first time, I feel that there is not a, a unifying vision. Like, Dude, this is, I don't this know, is man. The least I, I think, think we're maybe looking a little rose-colored glasses. I felt funny leaving Thor The Dark World. Like, I remember leaving Thor to the, the Dark World and yeah. being like, I don't know. I left Age of Ultron and was a little like… Uh, I left Iron Man yeah. 3 and felt a little... Like, there have been lots of MCU movies I've walked out of, been like, man, I hope the next one's better. Sure, but they were on about a five-year hot streak. Yes, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, pretty much since The Winter Soldier, it's it had been a hot streak up until Endgame. Sure. And then it feels like kind of floundering since then. It's great on TV. Not as great in the theater anymore, except for No Way Home. What's really good. And Shang-Chi's really good. Like, I just don't think that's the case. I just think this is a stinker. Yeah, but I think the movies themselves are good, but we're not living up to the promise of what this can be yeah. and what they built yeah. their brand on, which is interconnected yeah. storytelling. Right. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. I think I, I am also excited just to have fun. Like, it feels like Miss Marvel, from what we've seen of how that's being shot, followed by, you know, we've had all these shows that lead up to the movie, basically, right? Moon Knight's yeah. finale is right before we get the Multiverse of Madness. So from the beginning of June, when Miss Marvel comes out, until the beginning of July, when we get Love and Thunder, I think that's going to be really fun. Yeah, I think so, Month too. and a half. I think it's just going to be a blast, and I'm, and I'm excited for that. And if there's one thing that Feige does pretty well— is when we do throw some of these things against the wall, like the dark worlds and stuff like that. Like, I love that we can laugh back at things. Yeah. I, I I was already thinking of, there's going to be someone who makes a joke to America about like trauma that she had when she was 15 or however old she is right now, right? Because yeah. someone's going to make a joke about how, about how terrifying this mm-hmm. movie was in another movie. Right. Right, we don't want to do that again. Or, or I don't know. Right. Hmm. I don't know, man. I think I might have a little bit of franchise fatigue. Yeah, I mean, that's bound to happen. That's why I'm saying I feel like it's a reset, yeah. you know? It's one thing to have family fa- 
fatigue. But when when Uncle Doge comes over, it's like, oh, cool. <laughs> Family's great. Yeah. We don't have to have, you know, there doesn't have to have be a reason. Let's just go be spontaneous, have a blast, laugh. Yeah, Thor, Thor is everybody's food. favorite uncle from the MCU at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be great. I'm everyone's, I'm everyone's favorite uncle. Mm. I'm going to say no, but I don't mind it. Everyone's, I don't everyone's mind it. favorite uncle. No, I don't think so. The, Every, the strongest. Nope. I can't even The start. strongest uncle. Every, that was not bad. <laughs> to end today's episode, I'd like for each of us to say our name and easy. Yeah, I got that one. Don't even have to think about it. Done. Fancast Carver. Human Torch. <laughs> Fancast Human Torch. Fancast. Fancast. That's us, though. Are we trying to do what the people? No, would what want? we would want as the Human Torch. Oh, because we mm-hmm. are the fan. We are. We are. Fan. Is that a POD song? Were you singing a POD song just yeah. then? Yep. Wow. Yep. Big time. Instead of taking a test, I took two to the chest. I remember that line all the time. <laughs> Ooh, Mark Spector. Yeah. Much multiverse. I got it. I have mine. <laughs> oh, I have mine locked. I have in mine. I have mine dude. for the Human Torch. Go ahead. I'll I'll figure it out. The Muse. What's your name? This is Jordan. You I'm Jordan. Now? For Human Torch, the the muse, the baby boy. No. Hollywood's. Don't say it. Don't say it. Hollywood's live. The elf king. Human cat. The elf king himself. None other than Timothy of the Chalamet. <laughs> I really Dude, is I the, not the Human Torch. No, he'd slap. He'd slap. He'd slap. Not a chance. He'd slap. Not a chance. No. He's too he's too pale and sickly Victorian to no. be a human torch. He would be amazing. I'm Doge, Noah Centineo. No. What? Yep. Don't you want somebody who can act though? You know what I, you heard what I said. <laughs> I like him. He's charming, for it. but I've never seen him do anything that made me think he could act. As he doesn't have to act, he just oh, has to be oh, a oh, smug. Oh, oh. Deutsche bag, and he can do that Is really he German? well. German, a Deutsche bag. Yeah, he, he, ba- he will be in this one. He will be in this one. Yes, flame on. Mm. Mm, perhaps flame perhaps on. Perhaps I say. should use my fire powers against you, Doctor Doom. Perhaps <laughs> Doctor Doom. I'm Carter and Glenn Powell. I don't know that boy. You saw him in the Top Gun Maverick trailer. This guy's on the up and up. He's in one of my favorite romantic comedies right now called uh, Set It Up, Glenn Powell. Yeah, he'd be good. He's the one who's like, he's one of the pilots in the Top Gun Maverick trailer. Yeah. Um, I guess they all were pilots in the Top Gun. Yeah, yeah it's almost really mostly Glenn pilots, Powell. Yeah. Glenn Powell for sure. Glenn Powell would do a good job. Personally. Yeah. Ooh, I have another option that I'm not changing because I still think Timothy Chalamet is the best. Possible option, but what would we think about Billy Magnuson? Ooh, I could get behind that a lot. Maybe. Maybe. You guys are picking old boys. I mean, Tim's not old. Glenn Powell? 88. That's my age. I know, I want to go younger. For, That's Billy Magnuson's 35. I want to go- Whoa, he's just four days older than me. I want to oh. go 20s for the Human Torch. Okay. He's okay. Sue's younger brother. Well, then you pick that. 
I did, and you said I wasn't allowed. No, I said I said you're allowed to. It's just I don't like that guy that much. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.